Hello, I'm Christy Duncan, founder of Women in Payments, a global network that connects, inspires, and champions women across the global payments industry. Welcome to the My Career in Six podcast, where each week we sit down with an inspiring woman leader from around the world of payments and listen as she shares unique career insights in just six minutes. Before we begin, I'd like to thank our sponsors for their continued support. With your help, we can go further, faster. Hello, I am Gabby Ackerman, and I am the Business Development Director for Women in Payments, and I am delighted to be chatting to Bonnie Chu today. Bonnie is um, responsible for employee and client engagement, Global Payment Solutions, Asia Pacific at HSBC, and Bonnie is based in Hong Kong. Welcome, Bonnie. Perhaps you, Gabby. Perhaps you could start with a couple of words of uh, introduction. I'm actually uh, in the transaction banking field for over 20 years. Most of my career has been in the sales function covering for the multinational clients globally. Um, so a few years ago, I decided to pick a career change to so move from the sales leadership role to a new role, which is called employee and client working. Essentially, this is like a chief of staff function. And my own, my sole remit is to drive the people agenda about the other leadership uh, so my focus has been expanding from external client company to external client. For those in our audience who may be new to MicroInsix, we will start with some rapid fire questions, just looking for one word answers, followed by six more detailed questions. Are you ready, Bonnie? Let's go. Yep. Let's go. Who or what inspires you? Queen Elizabeth. That's an interesting word. <laughs> um, do you attribute your success to luck or hard work? Hard work. What drives you? Self-actualization. That's very interesting. As I saw the note on it, it's quite nice. <laughs> Favorite quote or motto you live by? Uh, it's a quote by Richard Branson. I don't think of work as work or play as play. They are all living. When applying for a new opportunity, what percentage of required attributes do you feel you need to have in order to be confident in your application? I think it's at least 80%. Coolest payments company today? I actually like Adyen a lot. It's a like in-tech payment services uh, provider. I like their technology and I think they are very user-friendly focusing on client experience. Thank you, Monique. Now that we know a bit more about you, let's move on to the more in-depth questions about your journey. What has been your greatest challenge as you climbed the ladder in the payments industry? Um, I started off as a general banker and then move to the sales function within our payments business. So I wouldn't say I've encountered too much major challenges, but I do have something even better is when I look back. Uh, firstly, I would like to have acquired a more product development and tech expertise at the earlier stage of academia, because I feel that this is a critical capability, especially in this fast-growing industry. It is still not too late, but I feel that if I did it earlier, it would be better. The second, even better, it is because I'm not very mobile. So I feel like even Hong Kong is, even though Hong Kong is a great city, we have like a great financial infrastructure, a lot of like good opportunity. But when we look at the payment space, we would note in a lot of other Asian countries, Singapore, India, China, there's also a lot of fast developments going on. So I feel that if I'm younger and more mobile, I could also be better leveraging on that from my career perspective. What do you feel has been your greatest accomplishment in your career? My greatest accomplishment would be the ability to maintain passion and curiosity 
in my day-to-day -day job. Um, I've said earlier, I've been in the field for 20 years. I've done multiple different roles. I always manage to find some fun learning opportunity and job test inspection in each one of them. I think that mindset allowed me to deliver to my best. And I've always been able to find some new ways to increase my impact uh, my contribution. Why I say it's a mindset thing is, for example, let me give you a straight example. When I see things which I actually don't know what to do, I don't see it as a challenge, but I see that as a learning opportunity. If I encounter very difficult customers or difficult stakeholders, again, I tell myself this is a character building. I can also like enrich my perspective. And you know, some people don't like gray, but for me, I think gray is a great area because that allows me to have more flexibility, more room to try all new ideas. So I think it actually practice mindset thing. I think that kept me interested and passionate throughout my career. And that's why I said, for me, it's always self-actualization every day when I go to the office. If there's one thing you could have done differently, what would that have been? Yes, I, as I said earlier, I've always been in the sales function. So I'll, I would actually have liked to broaden my skill set and exposure a bit earlier. Um, going into the product field, looking at, for example, finance and business management. That can also allow me with like having different perspective and expanding my network. So that would be the thing which I want to do differently if I need to, if I have the opportunity. How important have your networks and connections been in assisting your career in the payments landscape? Uh, it is definitely very important. Although I feel that I could have leveraged them a bit better. Um, for me, I think that internal network has been very important to get things done, especially in big organizations like HSBC. There are menus, but the menus don't tell you how to navigate the fund, how to uh, influence people, how to mobilize people to actually like get things done for you or the, or the client. So internal network is super important. Externally, I've also learned a lot from my brother's client or from industry practitioner. They can tell you a lot more about what's going on, what is the market trend, um, what are some of the insights compared to like reading research report or publication or journal. It's a completely different world, right? Mm -hmm. The third element of network is I feel that they are also very important to support my career. Um, I have a number of formal and informal mentors throughout my career. They have been giving me great advice and also acted as my sounding board. And then also since I'm generally not very good with self-promotion, I also have a few line managers who have been as great sponsors. And then they help me to profile myself, increase my visibility within the firm. That's why complimenting where are you as a weakness for me? As a senior female leader, how have you helped shape the culture of your current business? I actually do it in two ways. Firstly, it's through my role. Um, and it's like in my current role, my remit is to drive the people agenda, right? Of global payment solutions in Asia. So our aim is to achieve a diverse and high performing culture where everyone feels that they have opportunity to succeed and where everyone can build value. So how I do this is I work with the leadership team and I work with a group of passionate uh, volunteers. We roll out different initiatives, focusing primarily in five areas. The first one is to promote diversity and inclusion awareness and encourage constructive speak up. Secondly, we want to focus on nurturing talent and upskilling our people. Third is to increase communication and also increase more platform for cross-team engagement. Um, and the fourth aspect, of course, we want to do more on recognizing like, great performance, great behavior, and the great values. And finally, the most important is 
We also want to ensure that we listen to and act on comments because I think action is always louder than words. You need to show people that you truly care for them by taking necessary reactions. Uh, so beyond my work, for myself, I've also tried to drive the culture. Um, uh, within the bank, I always want to focus on like, supporting more people. So I have a couple of mentees. I'm also an active uh, participant in like World Street Bank's talent program, acting as cohort sponsors. Uh, I also sponsored um, a group coaching program where I also learned a lot myself other than just helping other people. Um, and then finally, I feel that by moving out from my current, my previous role as a sales leader into something completely new and no one has studied, I feel I'm actually role modeling how I can just take the courage to move out from the comfort zone and then try out and, and reach new opportunities for myself. What advice would you give to aspiring women professionals in this industry? Yeah, in terms of career advice, I actually don't want to differentiate male and female. Um, basically, I think it's the most important thing is we need to know, be clear what is our aspiration. Once we are clear where we want to go, and we need to find out what are the steps to go for it. And after having that aspiration, the other key thing is in the journey to achieving that aspiration, we need to be very open-minded with feedback and also with opportunities. We also need to be very proactive in terms of seeking exposure, trying to expand the network. And finally, don't be afraid to experiment. I think if we actually keep all this and then to drive a career focus, focus manner, I think we'll all be very, very satisfied. But specifically for women, myself included, um, without trying to be overgeneralizing, women tend to be slightly less competent. We tend to be a bit more harsh on our self-assessment. We also like tend to have guilty feelings to family members, right? So that's why I think my advice would be three advices actually. First one, make peace with yourself. Whatever challenge, whether it's about family commitment, mobility, these are not just for female. I think a lot of male have similar issues, right? So just take this as a like general decision making consideration. Once we make that decision, stick to it, no need to feel guilty. I think like making peace with ourselves is quite important. Secondly is Take some risk and experiment, right? We won't die even if we try out something we haven't done before. The most important thing is to make sure we over-prepare. We also need to plan out what are some of the safety net resources where we can actually go. And then just feel free to try that out, right? Uh, finally, finally, is actually maximizing our soft skills. Again, without over-generalizing, women tend to be a bit more patient. We like to focus on detail. We are also more empathetic. So honestly, there's a lot of role which we can play to our strength. We don't have to always to fight for certain role which is stretching ourselves too hard. Try to like maximize that and then like just find out the way that, that best suits our, our strength. I think that would be key advice. Yeah, right. Thank you. On that very inspiring note, thank you very much, Bonnie, for sharing your career journey with us. Thank you all for listening, and I encourage you to join us online for the many other episodes of My Career in Six, where we chat with inspirational leaders from around the world of fitness. My Career in Six is produced by Women in Payments. You can learn more about us at womeninpayments.org. You can also sign up to become a member and gain access to our global membership portal where you'll find the latest industry trends, exciting career opportunities, and so much more, all created by women for women. All of our episodes can be found on many good podcast streaming platforms. And if you really enjoyed today's podcast, 
please remember to rate and subscribe. It really helps us to get found by others. Thanks for listening.